Today's Diana Prince is Sadrine Wilson. Sadrine is a show it web designer, and she firmly believes that when it comes to building your website, that you should not be left in the dark. She is your guiding light to brighten your way through the entire process. She is very adventurous and loves to travel, snowboard, and take long hikes with her dog. Sandrine, welcome to Diana Prince. I am so excited to be here. Thank you. Well, I know that you are a show it web designer and that you recently um, took the leap of faith and went into your own business from having, you know, from being an employee doing the nine to five. So that got me excited to, to come on to this call because that is my story as well. And I can't wait to hear about you. Yeah, no, definitely. The lovely nine to five was just not for me at all. I, I can't even like, it gives me nightmares to think of going back to it, which is so crazy. Um, you know, cause sometimes in the entrepreneurial, you know, sometimes you're like, am I really in this business? Am I going to be able to succeed and you know, be where I want to be? Or do I have to go back to that nine to five? Um, thankfully, mm -hmm. I don't think I will ever go back to a nine to five. I am so thankfully I'm very happy with where I am in my business uh, right now. So I'll never have to go back there. Uh, cause those were dark, dark days. I would definitely say. Let's hear a little bit about it. What, what do you want to share what you did and uh, what would be great to share? I really want to hone in on that point where you just decided this isn't for me. There, there's this moment, you know, or maybe it's a, a bunch of moments all linked together. So let's hear the background. Yeah, no problem. So this was my first job coming right out of college. So I went to Virginia Tech, graduated, and um. Uh, my now husband, he lived up in the Philadelphia area. So I'm from like, mm -hmm. Northern Virginia. And his sister got me this job in, it's in the health insurance world. So our company basically was a concierge. And so the job itself was terrible. But one of the biggest lessons I learned within the company is how health insurance works in the United States. So I understand all that, which I know is some of the most difficult things and it they make it so complicated but i did like because i was helping people explaining their benefits how to get the best care with their insurance so you know, it was a in general it was a good job and i was helping people which i really enjoyed but on all i was literally customer service so i'm on the phones you are talking to people you're talking about uncomfortable things money and their health so yes. you got a lot of angry people uh, because we weren't the actual, we just explained their benefits. We weren't the company that like provided the benefits. So a lot of people always yells at the health plan, but it's really the company that is actually getting the benefits. And a lot of people don't understand that. So they're like, you, mm -hmm. and like, a lot of screaming and, you know, and you have to take their yelling and you know, uh, be very empathetic. And so it was fine for a couple of years. I was getting really good at my job. I knew what I was doing. You got comfortable, but then I was like, all right, I want to move. Like I want to continue growing within this company. I like what we're doing, but I can't be on the phones anymore. You know, it, it was starting to get like, I mean, just really nasty people. And like, you would come, I would come home like depressed or just depleted every day. You know, so I was like, okay, I'm going to push myself really forward to get to a new position. Like I really wanted to go into marketing. And um, so I was kind of doing little internships and little jobs. And, you know, there's, some points, I actually, can I ask you? Can I interrupt you just to ask you a follow up question? Because one thing that you're saying is that you're on the phone all day, and 
Um, are you an introvert? No, I'm an extrovert. No, you're not. You're not. Okay. So what did that do? But still, we all have a finite amount of energy, right? And in, and every interaction, everything that we do from an introvert perspective, obviously, um, conversations and, and uh, especially when it's not a profound conversation, that all, you know, we have a certain energy level before we have to go into a closet and just recoup. <laughs> you know, that that's just the way, the nature of an introvert. So let's um, give me a little bit background on you, like those constant conversations, being on the phone all day, did that have any impact on your energy? I know it had an impact of, on your mood because you just said it, but how about your energy? Like, did it give you time for it? You know, anything left by the weekend? No, I was depleted. Okay. No. <laughs> See, I had to hear that from an extrovert because I know what it'll do to me. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Like, I was, I I'm dragging my knuckles. What is it? <laughs> I would be dragging my knuckles at the end of the day because I, I wouldn't want I wouldn't even want to make eye contact with somebody after that. No. And like thankfully we did I was in the office, so it was nice to have some of my coworkers there with me and we would get off and we were like, that was a rough call or that wow. was intense. And so we did have a lot of good support and like uh, my, you know, boss at the time, if I had a pretty hard call, she'd let me walk away. But then it came to a point where we were so busy, we didn't get those anymore. We were one mm -hmm. after another, after another. Oh, wow. And so, I mean, just completely draining. Monday mornings were absolutely like horrendous. I like dreaded going and, you know, getting into it more. It, it started messing like with my mood. Like I am not a very anxious person. So I don't really have anxiety. Um, I, I never had a panic attack. I started having panic attacks. I started you know, just completely dreading that you know, Sunday scaries were really, really scary. Like Sundays were not fun for me. You know? And it just, I think it affected some of my relationships as well. Um, but the one thing I do know. Oh my goodness. Is, Sunday was like, you're just going to go dive back into the, into the muck or you know, something that you already know. The cycle was just not. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it was a little rough. Um, and then me trying to get out of that position, they were not really allowing me. They kept pushing me down and they were like, well, look, you would be great for this position, but we can't lose you. So you need to stay here. And that kept happening over. And I was like, I have no, I can't get out of this. Like, so that was definitely like talking about a, a turning point. Definitely. Mm -hmm. When I kept, if I was able to move within the company, I don't know. Um, Maybe my path would have been different, but I think ultimately something would have led me to entrepreneur world. Who knows? Um, but the biggest thing, kind of what ended up happening is I couldn't do it anymore. And I started looking, I'm a big traveler. I love traveling the world. And my biggest goal was always to have a big trip, go somewhere. And uh, thankfully at my time, my boyfriend, he loved to travel. He wanted to do that. So we got our teaching degree and uh, so while I was still working at my nine to five, I had a, my uh, got my certification to teach English online. And our goal mm -hmm. was to go to uh, start in Thailand and then travel around for a year. Um, and so I had the plan. Uh, I put in my uh, two weeks or now I'm trying to remember what you do. I was like, I think I put in my two weeks and I was like so excited. And I had actually my anniversary of leaving my job was November 1st. And it was the last time I completely walked out of the office. It was the scariest, best feeling I've ever had in my life um, of walking out. 
uh, you know, I, at the time I was like, yeah, I'm going to go travel the world. I can't wait. And before that, that was November, we were going to leave in January. So I was teaching English online and working at a coffee shop at the time. Uh, but mind you, it is January, 2020 at the time. And uh, I think actually, sorry, back up in November, at the end of November, unfortunately, my dad got sick and he was in the hospital. So leaving in January, we couldn't leave in January. My dad was in the hospital for about six months and like, I didn't feel right leaving. So we stayed. So then we kept pushing. We're like, all right, we'll go in June. You know, we'll go whenever. And unfortunately we never got to go because uh, COVID hit and the whole world shut down. So mm-hmm. I kind of was in this point of like, okay, uh, my goal was to be living in Thailand, which is much cheaper than the United States at what I, the salary I was making with teaching. So I was like, oh what am I gonna do and I was waking up at three in the morning you know I was up very early doing all these teaching so that's how I kind of my entrepreneur world is kind of getting started I learned about the how do I work um, online like what do I do and I I did so many different things before I fell upon web design but um, it was definitely a wild roller coaster of where I got um, to kind of where I am now yeah so 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 the web design Let's dive a little bit into that because uh, did you always have a, a, a visual eye for design? Because uh, it doesn't come out of nowhere. It, you either have it or you don't. You got the interest because obviously you're in it. <laughs> obviously you're in it. So where did that come from? Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. I think I've always had a design eye, but I didn't know that I really had it until all of a sudden I kind of got into the web design world. But the biggest thing is I first started off at websites and was using Squarespace and mm-hmm. I hated it. It like my creativity, you know, there's a lot of like uh, template boxes kind of with sh- uh, Squarespace, if I remember correctly. So I could, oh, I've been, I, I know exactly what you mean. And I'm sure everyone in right now, it's just like uh, these modules that you just push in, push out. And that's all you have. Like, <laughs> So Uh, so I think I I didn't realize I had a creative, like I needed a lot of creativity avenue uh, because growing Mm -hmm. up, I was all in sports. I'm a big sports person. We never really did much art or like creativity in that sense, but I was always into sports. But now getting older, I'm starting to see like, wow, like I really love, you know, more on the artistic side. I'm uh, diving more into that. And that's why when I'm building these websites, especially on Show It, it allows me to move things all around, like be very creative and find new ways to be able to showcase like my clients, like incredible work that they do, but then be Mm -hmm. able to bring in that design side of it to really make it pop and make it noticeable. So I think just with age, I think this has been coming more and more, which is very interesting. It's always been there, but now it's coming out a lot more because of my work. Yeah. You, you, you would want, were you the one that walked into a room and didn't know why you were uncomfortable in it? You just knew you like something has to change here. I got to move this chair. Is that hidden eye? Like there's just something askew here, but I don't know why. And then all of a sudden you realize it's, you always have had that, um, that sense of what goes where and what is pleasing to, to an eye and to the eye and so on and so forth. So I completely get where you're at and I completely get what I could have easily 
fallen into web design as well. And it was just the visual, anything that's visual. I, I, I gravitate towards it. I love topography. Oh, it doesn't get lost on me. I, I notice exactly how everything is set up. And when something's off, I may not know what, why it's off, but I, I know that something doesn't, you know, go well. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's pretty interesting. Um, but the one thing that I want to kind of dive into is because you know, the, the sequence of your journey and, uh, when you finally jumped off the, the, um, the nine to five job and you went into teaching for a while, and then you went into the web design, you know, I, one thing for me, you know, it took me a while to do it. And because, um, I I was in corporate for 30 years actually, Mm. and it was fine because obviously I, I, same thing. I got the nine to five. I had to pay my rent when I was like 25 years old. I had a car payment. This is what you did back then. And, uh, so as I started getting into my fifties, I started just wanting something else. And the same thing was, I was craving something that was creative. I didn't necessarily know what it was going to be, but gladly I went into, into photography and, uh, little by little started, um, eking my way out of corporate. It took me a while. You, you ran. It took. It, it did take me a while because I had thirty years of like undoing to mm-hmm. to get out. But what I was trying to get to is um, there's something that happens when you do leave, and uh, there's something that you're and you in your wildest dreams couldn't have thought that this was going to happen. No one could tell you this is going to happen. But I think I know, I think you know what I'm talking about. It's um, basically when you finally take that leap of faith and your time is your own, mm-hmm. when you, know, you work within your own ebb and flow and you are, um, I guess, on your own to, to build a business, to go find clients what you gain in terms of self-growth to me was amazing. Mm-hmm. And oh, and I, that's where I could kick myself for waiting so long, but I didn't know oh, that there was no, you couldn't have told, you couldn't have convinced me otherwise. You know? It was like, I had to do it a certain way, but let's dive into that. Tell me, you know, what your experience was with that. Yeah. It's insane. I always say, if you wanted to really figure out who you are, what's your strength and your weaknesses, start a business. <laughs> there you go. You said it in better words than I could have said. Yes, it is so fucking true. It is so fucking true. Basically, you don't have the space. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. In corporate, I didn't. Yeah, I think I knew myself, but not like this because I everything kind of everything you do. And when you do have, and I'm not, I'm going to use the word failure, but let, you know, we do have failures and that's what we learn from, but you can only look internally for, for something that, 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 that didn't go right and, and learn from it. And you learn more than you would in, in, in a day job yep. for whatever reason. It, it's more profound. You have nobody else to blame. <laughs> like you get to it. I remember I, I sat in corporate for a long time and I, I, you, you could have asked me and I'm like, Oh, well, I, I think I'm pretty emotionally 
in tune. No, I fucking wasn't. <laughs> so tell, go, let, go ahead. Yeah. Take it away. I, I think like you. within the corporate world, it was probably very surface level of who you thought you were or whatever. And like, I was like, all right, I'm an extrovert. Like in my corporate job, like I'm an extrovert. Oh, I can get along with a brick wall and I'm great. You know, and then all of a sudden, and like my other thing is my biggest thing, like when I was in corporate, I was very confident. I knew I was good at my job. I knew, oh, and like, I knew what I needed to do when I got in there. And I knew, like, I knew when I was done. But in this entrepreneur world, like I was dabbling into so many different things I've never even touched in my life. Like setting up your business, uh, taxes with your company, you know, and then you're like, you're wearing Mm -hmm. so many different hats. So like for me personally, when I started, I mean, I started off like, I'm going to just get all the clients in the world. Everyone's going to come flocking to me, obviously, because I did one post and like everyone's solid in the world and everyone will come. I was just yeah. so on my high horse when I first started <laughs> until I realized you're insane. Like there's absolutely, <laughs> that's not how it works. Um, so I got like, I mean, I've gone to so many different stages within my business. So I was like super confident. And then now I'm kind right. of more into like, I'm gaining my confidence back of where I was in my corporate world, if that makes sense. But I'm so much more um, in tune with everything and so much more in tune with myself of like, actually, what can I handle right now? Or you know, what, um, like for me, I'm really into breath work and meditation. So if I know I'm going to be having like a really big day, to get my mindset right, to get myself in the right place, I make sure that I set myself up for success. On my mm-hmm. nine to five job, I was having panic attacks. I didn't know I could do some breath work to help me with that. You know, so within my journey, I started realizing like, I need to help myself to figure out you know, on the business side and then also the personal side, because they go hand in hand, literally together. Yes. Um, well, in corporate, they kind of, well, even though you had that support structure because of where, where you were in your company, um, I still think that there's that sense that, and you can chime in if it's what you felt as well, that you were there to do a job, you know, and all the personal stuff kind of had to sit by the wayside so you can get the task at hand done, get those conversations done. And it's great, but you don't really get to work with the ebb and flow of your personal needs. Not really. It's a 40-hour work week. Do you really want to go into work on Monday? Do you have a choice? No. no. And it's you're working under somebody else's rules. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. Like, I look back at it and I'm like, wow, that is insane that anybody works 40 hours, even though I'm working more. But I don't, um, even though I, I work more because I want to, mm-hmm. and it's a big freaking difference, not because somebody's telling me to. That I have or to do certain to. hours. You have to and, do it eight hours. And that was the hardest well, thing. Well, this eight hours. Yes, yes. And be at your freaking desk. Don't even, if I can't see you, you're not working. Yep. <laughs> and that's what it's something I had to really relearn and like unteach mm-hmm. myself. Like I probably, you've I'll probably felt that as well. Like I would get up, start working at eight. And like even I'm home. And I was like working on my own business. And then I would like give myself a 30 minute lunch break. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, I need to get out of this. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that is so true. It's like you got to undo what you learned. Like all of a sudden, like, you know, I don't know about you, but it's like uh, for me, for me, it was like, you know, like I, 
it took me a couple of months to realize that I need to build my business based on what I want to achieve personally. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just putting like uh, the structure that I had originally put on it was a very corporate structure. When you look at how often I, w- I would say I'm going to work and then I'm going to take a vacation, like very rigid. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Take a vacation right here. And this is my, I'm like, why not? <laughs> why not <laughs> move it around a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> why not be a little bit more flexible mind blown because it didn't occur to me that I could do that. Like I have family in different parts of the U S who says I can't get clients where they're at and go visit them and make it work for me from a business standpoint. But it, it didn't occur to me. What did you learn in, in terms of, of what works for you? Like, I'm sorry, is it Thailand or where were you going? Oh, we we're going to go to Thailand. Yeah. Thailand. Is Thailand still on the plate with you? Like, oh, in terms of your web design? Because I see that's doable completely. <laughs> oh my God. I can go anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And like, for me, like traveling is such an inspiration and then it inspires me within my company or within my company as well. So like when I get to go out there and like, maybe I'm meeting new people or just, especially in like Thailand, Indonesia, like those, there's a lot of uh, digital nomads all around there. So like you get to work with other people that are kind of in that same world as you, uh, which right. is amazing. So, um, but yeah, so I don't think I'm, we're like, I will probably travel. I do like to travel like for two weeks at a time and I can continue to work. Um, but I don't know if we're going to be doing a year travel, unfortunately. Um, life kind of happened after COVID. It's going to some time, but at least, oh, you know, that path is there, mm-hmm. you know, and it's more, I think it's more presentable for you than it was before. Oh, and you're in a better position for it. So, but it is a learning process to get out. Uh, you have to completely undo what you've learned while you were in the nine to five to open up what is possible. And I am still learning. I am still learning. And you are, and you are too as well. So, so one, one last question, because as a new newbie entrepreneur right now, what advice would you give someone who is thinking of taking on entrepreneurship, but hasn't really taken that first step? Yeah, I think it's definitely have a plan, have goals. Um, Cause I know I definitely personally didn't. I, cause mine, my journey wasn't like I was at a nine to five and I was doing this on the side. Like I kind of fell into it, but if you are still at a nine to five and you're working on your business on the other end of it, Mm-hmm. Set some goals and be like, all right, in three months, I want to be at this, you know, making this revenue on my job. So then I can slowly start getting like, you know, then I can quit my nine to five. Don't just abruptly quit. Like I kind of did. Um, <laughs> Cause it definitely, you know, mine was a much slower process because I yeah. was working at a coffee shop and teaching English online. And then all of a sudden I was like, Ooh, I need to make money now. Um, so definitely have a very specific goal. And Every like every month, look at that goal. Where are you at? Have you been able to make it? Do you need to make adjustments to that goal? You know, and mm-hmm. and also like it's scary as hell. It is scary as hell to quit that job, but it is the best feeling in the world when you are able to get to that point and to leave. Um, because then you get to start your own journey. And the other thing is, is like 
sometimes things don't work out and you can still like, that's okay. We, I've made so many mistakes in my entrepreneur world, but literally I'm looking, I used to look at them as failures, kind of like what we were saying, but no, they were mm-hmm. mistakes and I literally learned from them and I'm growing and getting better and better every single time. So don't shy away from those failures. I like to always like journal about them sometimes. Like I'll write down and be like, all right, what did you just mess up? Like, what did you do? Okay. What, like, why did you make that choice? Okay. What choice would you make differently? And how can we learn from this? Continue going on because I mean, I got really hard on myself a lot when I make big mistakes and I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm screwed. I'm, you know, whatever, but no, you just continue to learn from them. So that was a lot of different pointers. Um, (laughs) So hopefully they could take from one. It's perfect. It's perfect because it's, uh, it's perfect because the whole path is imperfect and that's what people need to realize. Mm-hmm. And when you, um, oh, uh, when you're looking for that perfect moment to take that leap, there is no such thing. Um, you're going to make a lot of mistakes, but until you make them, you're not going to learn from them. Until you take that first step, you're not going to do it. So um, it is the best advice I I can think of right now. Um, but before we're getting to the end. And I want to give you an opportunity to uh, just take the floor. I mean, do you have a a special offer, something to promote that you want to mention? Yeah, I would love to. Um, So I am, uh, I partnered up with a copywriter and we are doing a a bundle together. So it's called the rebranding bundle. So think about 2024, January, new website, new website, copywriting. And uh, we normally separate uh, for both five pages of design and copy. For each of us, it'd be about $6,000. But with this bundle, we are taking $1,000 off. And we uh, we are going to work together. You start off working with my friend Val. And she will write out the whole website copy the first week. And then the second week of the project, I will design the five pages of your website. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's That's an incredible nice. deal. And we work together, which is awesome. And it makes it really seamless and easy because you know, the website copy is very difficult for some people. And then you know, the design side. So we kind of just take it off your plate. So that's our little, uh, we have the Black Friday sale going on and it ends on November 27th. All right. And I do have your link. So I will add it to the bottom of the description in the podcast and in the video series on YouTube. So um, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me and asking me all the questions. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to learn more about Sandrine and Sandrine's um, design and company, I've listed the website in the description and I've also listed her bundle. So be sure to click and give her a visit. Yay.